I wasn't sure if I'd make it in time for camping. But I think this place is going to be perfect. This is Catherine Bay. I think I'm in love. You're listening to Lindy's Audio Cafe, a positive and lighthearted podcast. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget what is truly important. In the end, it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. Stick around. There's always something new to talk about, and we're glad to have you join us. Thanks for listening, and here's your host, Lindy. Well, hello there, and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy, and I'm absolutely delighted to be back in the podcast chair again today. Now, I've got a really wonderful episode ahead of me here today, and this one's kind of near and dear to my heart because, uh, well, I'll fill in a little bit more on it later on in the episode. Um, But I'm being joined today by an incredible young gentleman named Matthew Douglas. And Matthew is from right here in beautiful British Columbia. As a matter of fact, from the Sunshine Coast, he's from Seashelt. And he has been on quite a journey. And I am going to let him tell us a little bit more about the story. You don't need to hear it from me. He's the one that's got the great story. So uh, let's get started. Hi, Matthew. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Oh, this is so great to have you come on the podcast. And uh, you've been on quite a journey. I'm amazed I was actually able to get a little bit of time with you today. I figured that you would either be resting or be hounded by a million people who want to hear your story. Yeah, I'm taking a day off. I'm in Montreal and I'm right in front of uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral here. And it's just gorgeous. I have a violinist playing across the road. I've got people all around. It's just amazing. Wow. Is this your first time in Montreal? It is. I've actually never been further east before this trip than about Medicine Hat. So every pedal is new ground. Wow, that's amazing. So now something that a lot of our listeners may not realize until we get started is you did not fly to Montreal from Seashelt in British Columbia. You got there a whole different way. Tell us how you got there. Um, I got here by biking. Um and a lot, a lot, a lot of biking. I've been, I started on May 1st and today is June 6th. So I've been biking pretty much almost every day then, but I've been taking a couple rest days off just so I can see some of the things across Canada. But yeah, lots and lots of biking. That is incredible. Like that's huge. You have been biking all the way across Canada. So what kind of bike are you riding? What kind of pedal bike is it? Um, it's a road bike. It's called a Norco Indy and it's got drop bars and it's just been absolutely wonderful. And one of the really cool things about this trip is most of the gear I'm actually using isn't even mine. Like the bike shoes belong to one of my friends. Um, the bike is also my friend. I got a bunch of uh, the proper bikes, like biking clothing, like the jersey and the proper shorts. I got all these from other friends. And so I just had an idea. And then when I told people I was going to do it, they started saying, oh, I have this here. You can borrow this or, hey, I have this. You can borrow this. And so it's been, yeah, I've been very lucky that way. That is incredible. And so what made you decide to do this and how far are you going? Tell us about it. So, you know, I'm from the Sunshine Coast, as you said. And the thing about Sunshine Coast is it's not really the best place to road bike, in my opinion. The highways are not the greatest condition but if you want a trail bike oh my goodness do we have trails for days so i always grew up riding my mountain bike throughout the trails 
But when I moved to Vancouver this past year, I go to UBC and I study political science. But when I moved to Vancouver, I finally got my first road bike and I absolutely fell in love with road biking. It's just so much faster. And I like speed. I'm a very, I really, really like speed. So I was, it was probably about November and I was just thinking, I want to do something crazy this year. You know, I have time, I'm young, and I want to do it. And I realized, you know what? I want a bike. And so I thought, well, where should I go? And as the month of November progressed, I kind of realized, you know, why should I really go anywhere too far? Why don't I just see Canada? Because as I said before, I've never been further east than Medicine Hat. And it's a really big country and I think it's amazing. So I decided, I never, I didn't really say I was going to bike across Canada in my brain. I just said, I'm going to bike east. And now where far I get is how far I get. I got a time span until almost to the end of July, not July, end of June. And then, you know, wherever I finish, I'll take a plane back and then get straight to work. Wow, good for you. So really, this wasn't something you had planned for a long time. It just happened and you just said, that's it. I'm going biking. Yeah, that was the really, really <laughs> funny thing about this trip. Um, I said, you know what? I'm going to bike east going to do it and that kind of thought I knew I was going to do it but it was in the back of my brain you know there wasn't tons and tons of planning into it I told people oh I was thinking about doing this but it's not like I really made it this huge cemented thing I only actually realized I was going to start biking across Canada or biking east when I left Vancouver like my, my first day of the trip it just kind of hit me like oh my gosh I'm actually doing this that's incredible. So, that is unbelievable. And so you said it was May 1st that you left? May 1st. Yep. Wow. That's unreal. It was, yeah. It was a Monday. The funny thing is on Friday, no, Thursday, I had my last exam of school. Then I had the weekend to pack. And then on Monday, I just flew them out the door. I just left. But it all happened very quickly. So how do you know what to pack? Have you ever done a long journey like this before, like on a much smaller scale? But have you done a lot of long distance biking? I really haven't. The longest I've really two or three consecutive days, like those are usually what I've done. And I've only done that like a handful of times. So this was just a huge step up. But the nice thing about going across Canada, I, I wasn't overly, overly worried about packing because I had what I knew I needed with me. You know, I had a tent. I had to repairing my bike I had the essentials but if I needed to buy something else I was going along highways and I was going to make I'm going through major cities so if I needed something I could just buy it really easily and there's wow. tons of cars going by so if something really bad happens I can just hitch a ride to the nearest town so it's not really something I've ever had to worry about now, how about when you get community to community, how do you know how far you're going to go in a day? I mean, I'm guessing when you get up in the morning, you must have a plan. Say, okay, today I'm starting here and I'm going to go there. I have a pretty rough plan. My, my mom is actually doing a lot more of the planning than I am um, because I'm just, you know, going with the flow. I just wake up and then, I don't know, I'm on the road by like eight or nine o'clock. I'm actually a very late starter to my biking. Most people, when they go bike touring, they start at like 530 in the morning, but... Not me. So as I said, at eight or nine o'clock, I just start biking and then I'm done by like eight at night. And then wherever I'm done, I'm done. If I find, you know, if I know people who live in the cities around where I'm staying and I can stay with them, I'll make those my day. But where I stop and where, where I start and where I stop, it's a very fluid thing. It changes all the time. That's amazing. <laughs> 
And uh, you have a lot of tenacity <laughs> for anybody to be I, able to just decide that I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do this today. I mean, I've done this in, in my younger days, got on a bike and said, okay, I'm going to go 20K today and maybe boost it up to 40. But I have never done the distances that you've done. The most I've ever done on a bike in my entire life was 100 kilometers on a hybrid. Um, but I have never, ever, ever done the distances you have. And did you make it over 200 kilometers one day? I did. Um, I did 235 kilometers when I got from Ottawa up to Montreal. And that was just one of the best days ever. Because I got really? to go right along the St. Lawrence River and I was traveling up one of the, I don't know, the very untraveled highways. I had barely any cars and it was just amazing. Flatter than flat. So it was easy to get those big, you know, a lot of kilometers in. So how long would that take you in a day? Um, well, that was a very long day. That one day I started at 8.20 and then I ended at 11 o'clock at night. Um, probably a little bit wow. too late of an end, but I had, I have a friend who lives here in Montreal. So I was like, I'm going to make it to their house. And so whatever time I made it to their house, was when I made it to their house, that was the idea. That is unbelievable. So do you have a GPS or something that's sitting on your handlebars guiding you as you go? Or how are you doing this? Not really. I have my phone and every now and then I can pull it out and look at um, Google Maps if I need to. But I'm following highways. And so the highways are very well marked and you just keep going straight. You have a night. I wake up in the morning and I look and I say, OK, these are the highways I'm going to take today. And then I just have that mental map and then I just go for it. Wow, I'm actually jaw dropped here because I, I I didn't even envision that you were going to tell me this is how you're doing it. I I had this in my head that you were going to tell me you've been planning this for months and you're going to do this day and this day, and it's like you're just winging it and <laughs> you're just going. And you know, I think that's so incredible. It sounds like your mom has been very helpful to you from behind Both the my scenes. Parents, yeah, absolutely. Mom and dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's incredible. So, what about food? How do you know what to eat? I mean, obviously, what you eat probably makes a big difference on your ability to keep going, your energy levels. I learned that pretty quickly. There was um, one morning where I probably should have eaten a lot more than I did. And when it came, came to lunchtime and I stopped, I, I was just, yeah. So I am um, having a lot of, like, the thing about biking, and I've, a lot, what most bikers are going to tell you is that you don't really stop for big meals. You just, you snack all throughout the day. And so... What I like to do is I just like to have things that are really quick. So I get blocks of cheese and I cut them all up so I can just pull out a piece of cheese. And I get like pepperoni sticks and tons of peanuts. I eat so many peanuts. It's crazy. And food, yeah. It's, yeah, the, yeah the important thing is just to keep yourself fueled in small portions. And just every hour or so, you take a stop, you break for five minutes, you eat. You just shove your face with a bunch of food, and then you keep going. That sounds like a pretty good deal to me. I'm a foodie. <laughs> uh, and what about hydration? So now, obviously, that adds extra weight to your bike. If you're adding a lot more fluids, how do you manage that? Um. Well, it was great in BC because in BC there was tons of like fresh water everywhere. Like so I could just, I was always had places where I could fill my water bottle. But certainly along the prairie, it was a lot harder to keep my, myself hydrated. Um, I keep about just over two liters, like maybe two and a half liters of water on my bike at all times, just in water, little water bottles. Um, and some, most of the time that's enough, but sometimes it hasn't been. And there's a long stretch where I just have to push it, take it to the nearest gas station where I can just 
go find some place to fill my water bottles up. But gas stations are the best. You know, you just walk in there and they've always got a tap and they got something you can something you can drink. So there have been times I've been thoughtful of hydration, but I've never had to be scared, which has been really lucky. That's a good thing. And I'm thinking when you get into these gas stations, do you tell them what you're doing? Like, do you converse with them and let them know how far you've been riding? If they ask, yeah. I, get, I sometimes do. Um, usually, I, I don't know, they're usually doing something else. So I just say, hey, you have some place I can get water? And I don't know. Some people are really chatty and I really love talking when they when they want to. But other times, you know, they don't seem like they want to talk. I don't want to talk. I want to talk. Yeah, I get that. Now, do you listen to anything when you're riding? Like, do you have music or podcasts Absolutely. or anything like that? Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. Um, so I have a couple of different things. I Okay, I have a pair of headphones. They're not the headphones I'm wearing right now. But I have a pair of headphones. They're called Aftershock headphones, which are really nice because they're not in your ear. They're outside your ear. So I can hear, you know, any trucks that are coming up behind me or I can hear any bear that's chasing me. Not that I've had a bear chase me yet. <laughs> um, but I can hear everything yeah. around me, so th- those have been really, really handy. And so I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of things. Um, when I was in British Columbia, I listened to um, the Vinyl Cafe with Stuart McLean, oh, yeah. like crazy. Oh, those are the most Canadian thing in the world to me. So I, I listen to a lot, a lot, a lot of the Vinyl Cafe. Um, and if I didn't have Stuart McLean through to get up those like really big mountains in BC, I don't know what I would have done. But wow. thank goodness I had him. <laughs> And so, yeah, BC was the province of Stuart McLean. Through the prairies, I listened to the Harry Potter audiobooks. Those were just so much fun. Um, because uh, my family, whenever we used to go on road trips, we used to listen to Harry Potter audiobooks. That was just very nostalgic for me to hear these books again. And they really take your mind off of the long day. But you can still look around and see everything. And then recently, um, once I finished listening to Harry Potter, I've started listening to War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy just because I have so much time to listen to the book on the road and it's a big book and so audiobooks are my saving grace I love audiobooks because they you know if you're biking for eight hours a day it can get pretty repetitive so having something to kind of keep your mind going really really helps that's incredible and and so with audiobooks, is that something that, besides the road trips before, is that something that's always been a way of life for you, or is this just something you've picked up more since you've been on the trip? I've had, well, it's, I love audiobooks, but that, that, audiobooks are really good for when I'm sitting down and, you know, sitting down or spending a long amount of time doing something. But I don't really get to sit down much when I'm at home. I'm always having to study or going somewhere. But, you know, now that I'm actually just sitting down biking for a long amount of time, audiobooks are just amazing. I, but so, yeah, at home, they're not very regular, but I, I, I think they're, I love them. Absolutely love them. That's really cool. And, and I think that's neat because quite often you hear about people, whether they're runners or bikers, you know, they put on their headphones and they put on some fast, hard music to get them going. And or some people put on some Zen kind of music, you know, something that's a little relaxing as they're out there. But that's neat. You're the first person that I've ever talked to who would put on audiobooks while they're actually writing, you know, and I think that that's really neat that you do that. I like to listen to music, but I find that the thing that about music is, you know, you get into a headspace and a song for three minutes 
And then once that song's over, you have to, it's a new song. You have to kind of get into mm. the, the new zone. Whereas with an audiobook, you can stay in the same mindset, the same headspace for a very long amount of time. And it, it feels much, it's more continuous. And that continuous, like, I don't know, mind space is so much easier for the long, long, long amount of time. Like oh, when yeah. I'm in the morning, I like to start off with music. And if music gets me hyped up and I have a great time. But then after that, I slowly change over to audiobook and I realize, you know what? It's time. It's time to change. Wow. That's really neat. <laughs> I think that's cool. So how about soreness? Have you ever had days where you felt like your shin muscles had had enough or your shoulders were getting sore and you thought like, today I need to take a day because I'm I'm feeling it here? Um, my legs have never been the problem. There's always something else. There's always like my hands hurt from ripping on to the to the um, handlebars all day or my shoulders hurt but like my legs has never been a problem um but if i ever do have soreness and i have had soreness i've had lots of lower back soreness lots of, had lots of shoulders lots of elbows lots of wrists i just i'd be sure to try and take it easy on them and like you know keep everything leashed and relaxed but then i also kind of recognize that just after time these things are going to pass like i had a lot of lower back pain at the beginning of the trip but then i kind of fixed the way I was sitting and then it just took time but over time it kind of fixed itself yeah and, and would you find your positioning too I mean if you're on a road bike I guess you lean forward a lot right like that just the way your whole stance is on the bike yeah yeah and so and that's the thing like the bot my body wasn't used to that like and so throughout all of BC my body was like oh wow I've never had to stay in this position for so long but you know once you finish the first robin it, it really quickly adapts. Well, it's such a wonderful thing, how quickly it adapts. I've just been so amazed. Oh, yeah. And I'm amazed that you can do this. So how many provinces have you been through so far? I'm in, okay, I went through British Columbia, then I went through okay. the Three Prairies, and then I did all of Ontario, and now I'm in Quebec. And now you're in Quebec. And, That's incredible. And, yep. and you're going to be on the road. Is it tomorrow you're heading back out on the road again? Tomorrow I'm back on the road again. And where but, are you going to try to aim to? What's the next stop? Do you figure? Uh, tomorrow it's probably twelve I Think it's yeah. But I'm just gonna, as I said, I get up, I start at nine o'clock or eight o'clock, and then I bike until about eight o'clock at night, and then wherever I am, that's where I stop. Wow, <laughs> you're incredible. <laughs> you're absolutely incredible. So you were saying you have till the end of June, and then at the end of mm-hmm. June, wherever you land, that's it, you're done. You're on an yep. airplane, you're headed back. Now, do you have a summer job that you need to go back to, or are you right back to university again? Um, I have a summer job. So my brother and I, um, we're both kayak guides. So we work in a place oh, wow. called Pedals and Paddles. It's a five-minute walk from our house. Um, and we teach people how to kayak and how to canoe and tons of stuff like that. We love being on the water. Wow. And so I'll be going back doing that again. And I, it is going to be great. I love being outside. And, and that's really neat. And I know from some of the posts that I've seen online, you've always had an active lifestyle. And I think your parents are very active people too, right? Like as a family, that's something that you guys have always done, hiking, canoeing, that type of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Most of, I don't know, most of my family bonding has been done in the forest or in the mountains or on the water. And I really appreciate that. And we've never been the board team type of family. We've always been the hiking type of family. 
And I think that's great. And uh, and I go kudos to your parents as well, too. I know um, with my mom, I always gave her full credit for my wanting to leave an active lifestyle. And I think the fact that your parents did that with both of you as well growing up is really incredible because it just it opens you up to a whole different world that's out there. And exercise is just so good for you. Mentally, it's good for you. Physically, it's good for you. But I don't know about physically when you're riding across Canada. <laughs> that's a long ride. Yeah, it is. But, you know, but, this is pretty cool. So yeah. now... What, What's up for the rest of your day? Are you going to go get a big meal tonight so that you can kind of fuel up for tomorrow or, or back to snacking again? I have some friends um, who are uh, there. I'm going to a house party with my friends who also, a friend also lives in the Sunshine did live in the Sunshine Coast, but now they live here in Montreal. So I'm going to go over to their house. I'm going to meet all their friends and it's going to be absolutely amazing. I am so excited. I bet. They're probably really excited to meet you, too, and hear all about your journey as well. Yeah. Well, this is pretty cool. Well, uh, if it's okay with you, I'm going to share some of your pictures and a few video clips on my YouTube video as well, too. And I can't thank you enough for taking the time just to come on and tell me a little bit about what you've been up to. And I don't think I ever talked to anybody in my life that I'm aware of that's ridden a bicycle that far across Canada. That is huge. Yeah. But it doesn't seem so huge when you're just doing it during the day. Like every day you just, you do one day at a time and it, it doesn't seem crazy. Eventually it becomes across Canada, but one day is from city to city and then the next day is city to city and then it just all amounts. It all adds up. I it, It's easier that way. We don't think about it in the whole grand picture, but you just see it for what it is for, you know, you just get on a bike and you ride for a couple hours and then that's what the day is. That's pretty cool. So if somebody ever comes up to you and says, hey, Matthew, you're going to go really far in life. <laughs> you can tell them I already have. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Well, I'm hoping I get a chance to touch base with you when it's all done. It would be so great when you're all done your journey if you're able to come back and just give us a heads up as to how the rest of the trip went. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's certainly not... I guess it's beginning to kind of come to the home stretch. And so it, that's just crazy to me. It's going to be, it's going to end it all. But when it does, yeah, I'll definitely be sure to contact you. That would be great. And I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. And uh, make sure you have safe journeys. I'll be watching out and watching, following you online and, and make sure that you stay safe out there. Absolutely. Thank you so much um, for having me. I re this is really fun. Oh, thank you so much. Have a great day and safe travels. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. I'm in Ontario. I've got a broken bag. Broken bag. Going to Kenora. Kenora. And I'll have a good sleep tonight. That doesn't rhyme, but that's okay. I'm in Ontario away. That run. I'm in in Ontario. 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 Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please click like, share on your social media, and hit that subscribe button for future updates. Don't forget to join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group on Facebook or visit www.lindysaudiocafe.com. 
Have a great week, everyone. And remember when you head out that smiles come in all languages and in all colors.